You're listening to Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio. The business of cannabis is brought to you by Cash Tech Currency Products, North America's leading cash management provider for cannabis retailers. Cash recyclers, smart safes, software and services, Cash Tech has everything the cannabis retailer needs to track, manage, and secure the cash earned in the dispensary. Don't take chances with your cash. Call Cash Tech and solve the problem. Visit www.cashtechcurrency.com to learn more. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. So first, take us through your, your product lines. Okay. Which, like I said, is one of the prettiest ones I've seen. Thank you. Know, you. Yeah, it's Yeah, so we have great packaging. <laughs> we love our packaging. You do. So um, tell, tell us uh, sort of so, what the vibe uh, So we have a, a pretty wide range of CBD products. Um, we veer anywhere from, you know, dealing with gummies that have no sugar in them to gummies with sugars in them. Um, we also have a very wide line of topicals, um, roll-ons, uh, muscle gels, salves, lotions. Um, we do a pet line with tinctures and dog bones. Also do our own set of tinctures for human consumption. They're all 100% natural. Um, and then one of our bigger lines that we're doing right now is our bath bomb line. It's really starting to pick up. We just launched that recently. Um, so we're doing, we're doing super well with a lot of the stuff, the products. So I don't know if this is a mean question or particularly uh, hard, <laughs> or it'll be easy. There's no shortage of people. It's a competitive industry. I don't have to tell you that. What's what does Vibe do that you think is special and different? Well, that's a great question. Out? I mean, that's a great question. I I, I get that question a lot, um, especially from you know stores and stuff. You know, what what's so special about you guys? Um, what to me is special about our company is is that we're an all-natural line so you know we have no THC in any of our products we do use the full plant in all of our products and most of our products are infused I also provide all my full panel lab results on our website so you can just scroll down to the bottom and you can click on any of those lab results so you can see you know what we provide for the company and what CBDs are in everything because that's like a really big yeah, question cool. Yeah. Um, from a lot of people, they want to see the results of, you know, what what are you guys putting in your product, or what are you using, or what is your product test? Um, so, so we make sure that we provide that for everybody, the consumer, the stores, everybody. Um, so that that kind of sets us apart a little bit, along with the fact that again we are infused, we do use a broad spectrum, we do use a full plant in most of our stuff, and we don't use a lot of sugar in any of our products. So it's again natural stuff. I don't put melatonin in products. I don't put you know, extra additives, extra sugars. Um, we use fruit juices to flavor my stuff. Um, we use fruit juices to color our stuff. 
So we're not, you know, putting through dyes. There's no red dye number 789 in there, <laughs> you know. We're, we're trying to, to keep this a very... No offense to the red dye number 789. No, 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 <laughs> absolutely no offense. We're not prejudiced against red dye number 789. <laughs> but that's cool because yeah. a lot of, you know, it's supposed to be a healthy product and yet, as we know, if you look at the label for a lot of companies, that's cool. Um, I know there's a lot of vegan. I've noticed that. We do have some label. vegan products, yes. Um, let me ask you one follow-up then. Because that's quite the line of products. Who, who's your market? Who do you sell to? You know, our market consists of so many different people. Um, you know, the first thing I always try to tell people about our product is because it has zero THC effect on it. Um, some people just don't want to get high. They just want to feel better. Um, you know, my little slogan is uh, Vibe CBD, we're the power of nature. We use nature to power our products behind there. So we, we go out to those people who want the natural holistic stuff. Um, I've, I've seen most of the people. So you sell direct to consumer? We do. Through your e website? 100%. We have an e-commerce website, www.vibecbd.com. You got it in. I was going to do it at the end, but there you go. It's in. <laughs> so you can go onto the website. Who else do you sell to? Um, we sell to consumers, dispensaries. Um, you can find some local gas stations, liquor stores, party stores, doctor's offices. Um, you can find us in the local like hair salons, um, our pet products. I have veterinarians who carry some of our products. Um, and I just, I have a lot of holistic doctors who try to pick up our products too. But you, we even have some products in, in the hospitals. So I'm, I'm on your website right now and you know, there's a few categories that appeal to me. Sure. Uh, CBD for sleep, mm -hmm. uh, CBD for golfers, because I'm a huge golfer. Nice. And uh, CBD for pets, because I have a dog. So walk me through, you know, um, you know, the products that you have um, and what do you think people can expect in terms of an outcome? Like, you know, they take your products, like I give my dog, you know, CBD for pets. What can I expect as a dog owner? Well, if you're using the um, pet CBD line, um, as a dog owner, you're probably going to look for your dog to have less anxiety if you're using it for that particular thing. Um, if you have a pet that has seizures, um, we have done some studies with seizures on pets. Um, we've had pets go completely seizure-free from using our tinctures every day. Um, we have a lot of animals who have like hip dysplasia, joint problems, um, maybe had surgery. Um, this is definitely something to help with some of their pain um, to alleviate some of the swelling. And also, I don't know if people know this or not, but CBD, or particularly ours, is my antimicrobial. The CBD is supposed to be antimicrobial if it's a true CBD. And um, it'll help cleanse the inside of your body as well. So you can use it for a lot of different stuff. And, and, and it's very, very good for the pets because they're not getting high. Again, there's no THC in it. If you give your pet THC, it can cause them to die. Um, you're not supposed to give any pets, not even that 0.03% full spectrum. So we are, again, say that 0% uh, THC so that anybody can use the product. And for golf, you never miss another putt. Yeah, <laughs> so there, you go. Obviously. there you go. There so, you go. So yeah. So if you're, you're, if, you're if you're, yeah, yeah if you're, you're guaranteeing, <laughs> I'm gonna shoot 72. Yeah. I wish I could do that. I'd be a millionaire. Yeah, you would make a little bit more money. <laughs> but I will tell yeah. you, if you're a golfer and you're having like um, elbow, hip problems from the swinging, the right. the, the turning motion, maybe some knee problems, um, the roll on, 100%. I will recommend that. Um, we are talking to uh, Lena Somerset. Uh, from Vive CBD, I should have mentioned she's the executive operations um, for this uh, international company uh, selling all over the world. Um, so let's, let's turn our mind to that. 
all over the world. Where do you see the greatest opportunity going forward, both in the U.S. and then and then abroad, and and maybe specific product lines because it's such a I mean, pets and people and pain and the whole you're covering everything. Yeah, CBD in the U.S. is is has been great. Um, I see more and more people starting to learn more about CBD actually lately. Um, I would love to give you guys a whole way that it, it actually affects your body because I will give you a little tiny bit of how it does affect our receptors. So the fact that people are actually going out and learning about, you know, THC goes to one receptor and CBD goes to the other receptor, um, they're starting to learn like, wow, we really should put these products together, you know, or maybe I use CBD on the side, you know, as needed versus the THC portion of it because it does have the different blockers. Um, and I'm starting to see more young people actually come into the CBD world. Um, there's a lot of people afraid of it because, you know, they, they've, they've got that marijuana high that was just too much for them. So they're like, you know, they don't want that psycho effect. So they're, they're now coming over to the CBD side, like, I will try this if it's not causing any of the psychoactive effects of anything. So they're, they're getting that body relief that they're looking for, and it's just really broadening through the United States. And I've even seen people use it with their kids um, versus THC, which is really nice. You know, ADHD kids um, has been a really big one with CBD. It does definitely help them a lot. Um, as far as internationally how it goes, um, they seem to like topicals more over in that area. They're not so much into consumption. Um, it's, you know, it is a little bit different going overseas with your products too. Uh, there's a lot more ways to get, you know, you have to go through a lot more hoops to get over there. Um, so I'm definitely seeing a bigger pickup on like topicals, roll-ons, lotion, salves, muscle gels, um, things to help alleviate pain from, you know, maybe standing so long through the day, um, maybe just having a bad work day, you want to come home, relax, the bath bombs are huge everywhere. Um, just because you can pop them in for your feet, you can pop them in a bathtub for your body, you know, whatever, whatever fancies you. Right, and they're pretty. They are. They're really pretty. They're they smell <laughs> amazing. Yeah, I haven't smelt them, but they're super pretty. Um, Alita, thanks very much. That, that's really great. It sounds like a cool company, and, and it's always great to talk to people who, who seem to be doing quite well in a competitive field, but you, you kind of stood out. I walked by and went, wow, those are cool. I'm going to talk to them. It just caught my eye. So I, uh, anyone interested, go to Vive. That's V-I-V-E. VibeCBD.com. VibeCBD.com. Check it out if you're one of those long list of businesses that are interested in carrying CBD products or you're interested in using it themselves. Uh, e commerce um, here in the US and abroad. Um, Lena, thanks very much. Thanks you're welcome. Time. Thank you guys for having me. Thank you. And uh, we'll be back soon with uh, more interviews from the floor of the Lucky League in Detroit. The Business of Cannabis is brought to you by CashTech Currency Products, North America's leading cash management provider for cannabis retailers. Cash recyclers, smart safes, software and services, CashTech has everything the cannabis retailer needs to track, manage, and secure the cash earned in the dispensary. Don't take chances with your cash. Call CashTech and solve the problem. Visit www.cashtechcurrency.com to learn more.
talking to Max Juhas and Pavel Vasilik. And you'd better listen to this, because this is important. This is about selling the cannabis marketing solutions, bringing their uh, digital marketing and mar general marketing uh, to the cannabis space. So we thought it'd be interesting to talk. Welcome to the show. Yeah, thank you a lot. It's great to be here. So let's start there. What, what, do, you guys, what do you guys do for uh, various players? Who's your target? market, whoever's listening, what kind of people should pick up the phone right now and Okay, so here's what's interesting. Um, obviously, the cannabis space has become way more open over the last few years, and originally it was, you know, you call, anyway, we built our first cannabis website for a buddy of mine who's actually doing a cannabis delivery service in Arizona. Uh, this was back in maybe 2017, 2018. Um, we got hired on to do some freelance work for a few different like CBD and like um, cannabis companies. Uh, we took uh, we took a large national CBD company back in 2019 from 600,000 uh, or you know in sales to 4.2 million organically in under a year. You know, like we've got testimonials where it's like you've only been working on this for two months and you're already making us an extra $1,200 a day. Right. Um, so basically, like, our who do we work with? We basically decided to just focus on working within the cannabis industry uh, only at the end of last year, you know, after two years of, basically, I think 2020 made everybody realize that you need digital marketing no matter what kind of business you have, yeah. you know? So, our, like, I basically put on 80 pounds sitting on my butt during quarantine, <laughs> um, and I, my business scaled like 300%, just not doing anything because people were coming to us organically. And after you know working with a number of different businesses, I just realized like, hey, like cannabis is probably the most fun space to work in, and there is a need for intelligent digital marketing in the cannabis industry. Right. You know, like there's you know, because I've worked in, in other restricted you know I, before I got into the, the cannabis marketing, we were doing drug rehab marketing, sober living marketing, right. some weight loss stuff, like very restricted, very just things that you know people get flagged and shut down all the time. For doing dumb marketing, right? And when it came to uh, doing cannabis stuff, like I ended up working, uh, we brought on a bunch of like really good copywriters who knew the compliance laws, who knew what to say, what to say, what not to say, um, so that our basically our clients could grow online right. versus just making really bad decisions in their marketing, you know, health claims and guarantees and right. you know come buy this because it's going to get you high like you know just all the things that you're not supposed, you're not to, supposed do. to do yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um so basically like after helping a number of companies grow uh exponentially to millions and millions of dollars a year and them eventually getting bought out yeah and then losing our retainer or losing our client and just getting a handshake thank you uh, we decided to basically come out from behind the scenes and get out there and start marketing ourselves to everybody else. Right. So that's kind of so. Who do we work with? We work with dispensaries. We work with growers. We work with wholesalers. We work with CBD companies, e-com companies. Um, and then on the flip side, from the uh, for the back end, like support, we do uh, some work with like cannabis CPAs, cannabis attorneys, right. um, just the, the the ancillary companies that um, that are also necessary but also may not know how to market as well, right. you know. So, so you know, I, I know the term digital marketing is very broad. It's term. very broad, yeah. Um, and your website is dopesseo.com. Uh, Walk us through, you know, what a typical engagement looks like with a client. Like, what are you trying to accomplish? And what are some of the tactics that you kind of employ 
to you know grow someone from six hundred thousand to four point two million? Well, I think one of the first things you have to figure out is what their end goal is. Right. You know, because I think a lot of people come in because when it comes to marketing, you know, there's there's social media. There's a, and the digital marketing is very broad. Once you actually understand what someone's goal is and what they can handle and what their plans are for the business, then you can actually help them scale that. You know, right. sometimes they need branding help. Sometimes they need, you, you, I mean, especially in certain spaces, like we had a lady come up to us um, at, the last, at the last event we did and her exact words were, why do I need somebody like you if I have a, if I have a product that everybody wants to buy? And it was a good question. Yeah, you know, it, it's, question. it's a great question. Yeah. And this was the first conversation I had with somebody. So I was like, so what do you do? Like, you know, what do you have? She's like, I have a dispensary. I'm in a small city where I'm the only shop in town and I work for the city. So there's nobody else going to open up in town. I was like, that's great. She's like, yeah. So I was thinking about putting up some billboards. I was like, okay. So what, do you have a website? She's like, no. I was like, do you have a maps listing? Can people find you? She's like, no. I was like, so that's why you need people like us. Yeah. You know, <laughs> because yeah. <laughs> like realistically, she was, uh, it, that was that was a really short version of this. It was actually right, about a, right. a 15, 20 minute, uh, inter it, at the end of it, she was like, do you guys want to come over and meet my husband? I'm cooking beef. And if you want a home cooked yes, meal, please obviously. come. Yeah. So not, I'm not stupid. Yeah, yeah. What are the signs? Yeah, what are the signs? <laughs> no, but like there's, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of excitement about the industry. You know, a lot of people are very, or some people are getting into this for the money. Some people are getting into this because it's the next, the green rush. Some people are getting into this because they know that they, they can make money. And other people are really passionate about the industry, but not everybody knows how to market and market well. You know, so what we've done is, you know, both of us together, and I'm sorry for all for just talking the whole oh, go thing, ahead. but um, keep going. <laughs> but basically, like, no, this is, you know, I love He's talking. From New Jersey. Yeah, I'm from Jersey. I'm like alpha. It's not his fault. I'm alpha AF. So, um, right. So, but basically, like a lot of people just come into this, like I got this great brand, and they just, you know, and there's such an old school aspect to, to cannabis, to where I've met people that literally operate their business on their cell phone. You know, it's like all I need is a cell phone, and it's that's, I get customers through word of mouth. You know, it's like I, I operate, it's like kind of like running your business through a phone book. You know, the, the thing about this is like you have to build a brand, brand reputation, brand royalty. Um, Ecom, like shopping online, Amazon shopping has spoiled us as customers, as consumers. Especially during COVID. Especially during COVID. So where customer service has to be at an all-time high. Delivery rates have to be at an all-time high. Having a website that runs and is easy to use, that somebody can get to a checkout cart and go through a checkout process is so important. Um, being able to find what you want on a website is so important. Being able to have a website that actually runs on a mobile device when you don't have Wi-Fi is so important. Um, you know, so this is this is the type of stuff that we do for people that may not seem like such a big deal, but it actually does for this now, kind of stuff. Now, this this question is for Pavel on the yeah. paid side. So, you know, a new uh, a new state opens up like New Jersey uh, or New York. Um, you know, it's it's going to take a while to build up. You know, organic traffic. So, walk us through what a paid strategy looks like and, and how without that can help. Yeah, how do I say, how do I say this without giving it all away? Um, no, no, no. Just just give it all away. It's just you and I. It's just yeah, it's you and I. And a couple friends. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, but you can use euphemisms and sites and. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, I don't know. So. Um, so 
what I got into this maybe like a year and a half ago as far as this industry where everything's kind of restricted and you like Facebook won't let you post stuff because right. of compliance. Yep. Same thing with YouTube, TikTok, all like AdWords, all those things. So with Facebook, I started working with this one company um, that wanted that got like pretty much every ad account shut down, and uh, I wanted to do drop shipping for like uh, CBD and kratom, right. uh, but everything got shut down. So I was like, listen, I. I um, I figured it out, and this company was like, actually, can you just do the ads for us too? Right. So um, I set it up in a specific way, which it works for everything now. It works across all the platforms. So there's certain things that you you can't say in your descriptions, right. in the videos, when you're yeah. promoting videos, because those are one of the most powerful ways to do it. And what's really cool is it it gives you, like, while it gives like a big boost to really quick traffic, because right. you can just dump in whatever budget that right. you want. But um, a lot of mistakes that people make is uh, when they do create an ad account or they start running paid advertising, they'll just put in a massive budget right away, which triggers algorithms. Yeah. And then they start, um, they basically like look at it and do manual reviews, you get shut down, or, or they're sending to a page that's not compliant, that doesn't have the correct words. Right. So like, if you're doing locally, it's most of the time, um, I just won't even do any type of targeting. I'll just set, right. set an ad and let it yeah, go. Yeah. If yeah. it's an, at a national level, you know, you want to do a little bit different targeting and exclude states that you know you can't exactly. ship to and do all that stuff. Yeah. So that's kind of, you know, that's kind of what I've been doing. We teamed up and it's yeah. actually it's a very great. good, uh, uh, ex uh, very good description without giving away the secrets. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of didn't even know what I was talking about. I, think, I was yeah. like, how do I? Say, am I even saying no, things I, anymore? I totally <laughs> But the first thing is, is call Cannabis Marketing Solutions. Yep, dopeseo.com. And uh, yeah, dope, D-O-P-E-S-E-O, -E all one word, dot com. Max, Yuhas, and Pavel Vasilek, dopeseo.com. Uh, check them out. Guys, thanks for your time. Dude, thanks, this thanks. is yeah, awesome. Thank you. Yeah, this is great. If you guys ever want to do this again, this is fun. I can talk marketing for hours. I, I'm getting that impression. Yeah. yeah like, I'm picking up yeah, a little This bit is like that, that hot button. Yeah. You know, like, you want to talk sports. I'm like, don't I don't know Max sports. Don't ask about marketing. Unless you, want to, uh, okay. unless you want to have your head beaten in for hours, because I'll pull up a laptop and just start going through it. Like, this is what you're doing wrong. And you know. We, uh, well, uh, this is cannabis. We'll be back uh, with more uh, from the floor of a lucky Cannabis Conference. So let's jump into our next interview with Joe Zahaitis of Bank Card International Group. Joe's developed a rather interesting uh, payment solution for the cannabis space, so caught our uh, caught our attention, and so we thought we'd uh, chat about it. Joe, uh, welcome to the show. Well, thank you, Dave. Dave and Matt, it's a pleasure to be on your show, uh, be a part of it, and uh, glad to be here at the Lucky Leaf Show here in Detroit. So, yeah. Let's dive into it. Tell us, well, first of all, tell us, take us through this uh, payment solution and how it works. The, the key to the solution in its basest form, it is a pin-based debit transaction, just like you would do going to a grocery store, a pharmacy, or a convenience store. It is to the penny, it's not cash over, there's no cash back, there's right. no, you're not rounding up, it's to the penny. So it's just like going to a normal grocery store and fielding a transaction. 
and we do that. It's great if you have a delivery facility because you can send the driver out with product, but without having to send cash as well. So that kind of eases some of the security risks, both with the driver as well as with having him driving with product and cash. So okay, so so we have been told you can't use your debit card with cannabis, other than the cashless ATM kind of thing. You're saying I can take a bank card, debit card, yes, tap it or with PIN, yes, uh, pay and and pay for the cannabis product. That is correct. Okay, so take us through I don't why, know, without why the secret it? sauce. That's fine. How that's compliant, and is, what bank is it? A specific bank? Take us through that. The the nature of the transaction, if you look at it, and the, the analogy that I've used for most people is, if you think of a highway, the highway has an HOV lane on it, and within the context of the HOV lane, there's only certain cars that are allowed in the HOV lane. Same thing in the debit processing environment. Um, there would be those that would argue that Visa, this is riding on the Visa rails. It's actually not. It's actually a bank-to-bank -bank transfer, and the bank is controlling the nature of the transaction. And the bank that we're using for in, in, enabling this transaction, effecting it from an acquiring perspective, is comfortable and has been working with both OCC and FDIC and all of the federal regulatory bodies to make sure that what we're doing Again, right. Yeah. The feds are never going to say, what you're doing is great, here's a big green check mark yeah. and we're going to sign a document <laughs> that says you're wonderful. What they say is, you're doing nothing wrong, continue doing what you're doing. Right. You're doing nothing that we have issue with, so continue doing what you're doing. And in the context of a debit transaction, it actually is not writing on the Visa rails. Now, let's qualify that. Yeah, I was going to say. PIN-based debit transaction. That's the key. The minute you do a debit transaction and then do a signature, that's what's called signature-based debit or offline debit. Again, I've been in the payment space for a million years, yeah. so I, I appreciate that there are those who, individuals who don't understand, and that's okay, that's why we're here. Um, but a signature-based debit card transacts the Visa network because it settles, yes. just like a Visa credit right. card transaction. Right. So where you remove it or you make it and you take it outside of the Visa rails is by making it a PIN-only based debit transaction. And why does that make it okay, the PIN only? Maybe explain that. If you go way back in the development of what PIN debit is, it was actually goes back to the nature of, in my world, what was called cash station. And when you would get cash out of an ATM terminal, right. you would go with your cash station card, not a major branded card. You would go with the bank card. Yep. It was from your bank. Yep. And it says, I can go to my ATM and get 100 bucks out. Right. And you would take an ATM, but you had to enter a PIN at that ATM right. for it to recognize that the card wasn't stolen and it wasn't someone else using it. So you entered a PIN. And that was a bank transfer that had cash in this machine that dispensed cash to you that said, I know that it's I you. Know it's, you. Yeah. it's right. It's Matt standing in front of me. I know it's you that I'm going to give you right. cash. Well, that kind of morphed and grew into this model of, hey, if I can do it to take cash out, why can't I just do it to pay for a transaction? Right. And the bank network said, we're okay with it as long as we control the transaction because it is still a bank initiated and completed transaction. It is not part of the major card brands. Right. Now, some of the major card brands own some debit cards. Let's not get too deep and far down the rabbit hole, but leave it to say that it is a bank enabled transaction. So now, you know, let's go on the opposite side of that. Where have you seen um, transactions like this you know, go off the rails or get denied or, you know, where's the pitfall in this? Because to me, I'm looking at it as a consumer, even as a business owner, and thinking, this is great. 
why aren't we using this? So where can where can this go wrong or where has it gone wrong? Okay, if you mask the true nature of the transaction, hey, I'm gonna use a credit card, but I'm gonna say that I'm doing it at somebody else's store. That's like this isn't actually cannabis, it's... Uh, I'm buying a, buying product, a product, but I'm gonna now get cannabis. Okay, right. I've masked the true nature of that transaction. The feds right. have a problem with that, as do, and rightfully so, as well they should, I guess. the yeah. card brands, right? They have a problem with that. Sure. You have it, that same problem in a retail environment. Well, other than it's ridiculous that you can't do it. It's only, it's only wrong because you can't buy cannabis with a Visa card, which is ridiculous, but because of the federal ban. So it's, it's interesting, an industry growing out of this crazy idea, but this sounds like a really elegant solution. It, it, from my perspective, as some as a purveyor of this space for 30 years now, it is one the one of the few and first that I've seen that actually has what I believe are, is a long tail to it. And the reason it does is because it is not trying to do any of that. It is trying as best as possible to meet and clear every hurdle that has been put in front of us. Right. We are talking to Joe Sahitis, and I'll give you another shameless plug. Bank Card International Group, um, who has uh, developed this. Uh, rather interesting and unique uh, payment uh, option, which I personally haven't uh, heard about. Um, who, are you, who are your customers? Who are you, who are you, sell, who are you um, reaching out to Fundamentally, yeah, Fundamentally, in our initial play is obviously the cannabis dispensaries, or where we are today, gentlemen, um, would be a provisioning facility, because um, Michigan likes to call them provisioning centers. Um, but where you would purchase as a retail consumer your cannabis as a dispensary, that is where we're targeting and around the country. We do our payment processing. Any, any state that has both medical and rec, you can do this. The, the key to it is, and this is the piece I'm going to get in as part of our interview, and we can carry this on in another interview if you'd like it another time. You must have, as the dispensary, as the endpoint of this, a fully compliant cannabis banking account. Your bank has to know what you do as a living to be able to bank this because it is a requirement of our acquiring provider that this is tracked from soup to nuts, that everybody knows what this is being used for because that depository institution has to file its own SARS reports relative to these transactions. Without that, this doesn't happen. I won't even accept it. And we're working with banks in every single state and where we don't have banks right. in a given state, we're always looking for banks. Right. So, you know, another, now called a shameless, shameless plug, but an plug. outreach yeah, yeah. Um, is we're always looking for additional banks to participate. Well, Matt and I have decided to open a bank. Yeah, so we're going to open that's a okay. bank. I'm okay so with now that. I'm happy to bank in whatever open. state we need to. In addition to our uh, brand and our dispensary. All the other stuff we're doing. Yeah. Um, let's get, though, unfortunately, uh, we're getting close to that end of uh, that time again. Uh, we have to, uh, to say goodbye, but before we do, from a marketing business perspective, how are you growing your business? How are you, this sounds like such a great thing. Mm -hmm. uh, how are you getting the word out, other than being at uh, uh, trade shows? Um, it, it won't call it a shameless plug because it's reality. I am speaking at many cannabis conventions around the country. Right. Um, Detroit here at this Lucky Leaf show, I'm speaking at um, 4 o'clock this afternoon. I'm speaking at other Lucky Leaf shows as well as other trade shows around the country to this product itself specifically, but more importantly to the education within the cannabis space because there is a lot of misconception as to what is legal and what is not. And then we're just doing direct outreach to many of the, the cannabis companies that we know because we've been doing this since 2009 and we're just directly reaching out and educating the, the consumer and the dispensaries on the product that we have. Amazing.
Joe, thanks, thanks very much. That was interesting. If, you, if you're a dispensary, a retailer out there, Bank Card International Group, www.bighqs.com. Bigheadquarters.com. Www.bigheadquarters, so bighqs.com. Check it out. And Joe, thanks very much. This is really, this is really cool. I, I, don't, I wouldn't call it an idea, but it's great to talk to someone who has a solution to an actual problem. Yes. <laughs> Not an idea of a problem, but an actual problem that people are having. And it sounds like a very simple, not everyone fits into it, but if you do. Yeah, we appreciate the voice, appreciate the time. Gentlemen, it's been a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you, Matt Joe. and Dave, for both having me. I appreciate the time. Our pleasure as well, and, and we'll be back with uh, more on the business of cannabis. The business of cannabis is brought to you by Cash Tech Currency Products, North America's leading cash management provider for cannabis retailers. Cash recyclers, smart safes, software and services, Cash Tech has everything the cannabis retailer needs to track, manage, and secure the cash earned in the dispensary. Don't take chances with your cash. Call Cash Tech and solve the problem. Visit www.cashtechcurrency.com to learn more. You're listening to Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio.